Welcome, Internet, to the geekiest show on this side of the Mississippi. Possibly it's, the other side, too. And the other side, we don't know. We don't venture over there too often, but we're going to go send an exploratory clue with Lewis and Clark. The Adventures of Superman. I am your host, no, Andy Bisha. Yes. We are having a good time this week, aren't we, Ian? Dude. We are having a great time. It's been an insane and week. Before I introduce my cohorts, if you want to tweet us, go ahead and hit us up at Geektainment Weekly. And you want to give us a call? Well, go ahead and give us a phone call, 844-999-9249. We'd love to hear from you and take your calls. And seated to my right is the wonderful Ian Bensman. Hello, hello. That's all I got. Yeah. Oh, no, the sound. That's right. I got a new soundboard that I'm playing with, and we're going to have a lot of fun today because joined with us in the studio is the one and only Cole Seeger. Hey. I'm just happy to be here. He's clearly happy to be here. All right. Well, you know, we wanted to have Cole in here because Corey is a big old jerk and decided not to yeah, be in the state. All, oh, I mean, I'm lazy. I'm in Florida on the beach. Oh. Who wouldn't want to be in Florida with the weather we're having? Well, Don't give him any leeway. Well, let me go ahead and make Cole's day even brighter because we're going to talk about a little film that we watched, a little program called Spider-Man Turn Off well, the Dark. Before oh, we, come on! Before we get into that, though, ah. before we get into that, we're going to continue the saga of Canada being ridiculous. No. Nope, that's happening. Um, so, the Bank of Canada put out an official warning to their citizens to stop drawing Spock on their money. Live long and prosper, I guess. Yeah, uh, they can, want their money to live long and prosper. Let's see. Uh, Canadians are paying a strange sort of tribute to the late Leonard Nimoy. They're drawing his most famous character, Spock, from Star Trek, over a 19th century politician on their banknotes. Who's the politician? Uh, Not that I'm going to know who that is. See, um, <laughs> Sir it, Wilfrid Laurier. I guess it doesn't matter. The country's first French-speaking prime minister. Oh, uh -huh. yeah. Apparently, this has been going on for like a long time. So they're drawing on drawing Spock on this guy, and I mean, I got to say, the images are hilarious. Oh, I think they're great. They're, you know, it's, it's all, uh, yeah, they're fantastic. Now, is the hand already there? Or are they adding the hand in? They're, I think they're adding the hand in. Okay. Because um, the hand looks. Oh great. wow! I haven't actually looked through this article. Yeah, this is fantastic. Apparently, on the ten dollar bill, mm -hmm. some people have tried to turn Alexander Hamilton into Spock, or um, Abe Lincoln into Spock. Um, neither of which are as good as the Canadian one. Well, right. But the, the Bank of Canada feels that writing and marking marking on banknotes are inappropriate, as they are symbols of our country and a source of national pride. Well, and Canada How can has... How they say that with their freaking Monopoly money? Yeah, it's all Monopoly-esque. It's kind of funny. Yeah. But I don't know. I just thought that was ridiculous. It's and I, I very love, I ridiculous. I love finding ridiculous things about Canada. Well, that is ridiculous. The the saga of Canada. I wish I had no Canada track. I guess that's going to be for next week. Blame Canada. I will have Blame that Canada. all set. So, not anyway. Nearly, not nearly as ridiculous um, as Spider-Man Turn Off the Bell. No, yes. nothing was ridic as yes. ridiculous as that. Can you we know, talk about yeah, it absolutely, now? Absolutely. I, I, um, now? I don't know what I was expecting. But that is about... Uh, no, that's not how I was. No, I this is what this is what you were. Uh, this is how we felt after we were done. 
Yeah, and throughout the whole thing. It got to the we we actually like we watched most of the first part. And then it got to the point where we're just like, you know what? Just go to the part with the wires. Yeah, I think Sarah just said skip through this love song. Yeah. Just get to the part where people are going all over the place Bouncing with wires. off the walls. So that was the worst thing, <laughs> is that it was like a Spider-Man Broadway musical without Spider-Man. Yeah, he's barely in it. He's barely in it. Well, the it. problem, he's in it, but he never sings. Yeah. Because he can't sing with the mask Well, on. yeah, because it's the stunt, oh, with the the stunt people. Yeah, all the stunt people are... Yeah, it was just. But it, you think they could have done a thing where like Reeve Carney, who played Spider-Man, was like off stage, well, yeah, while the Spider-Man but guy that's, was like flying around. That's a that's a theater faux pas. Yeah, like, they don't the like equi- that. That's the theatrical equivalent of lip syncing. Oh, and doing a doing a dosey do off the side of the stage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Ashley Simpson. So you know what? Here's the thing that really made that really grind my gears, <laughs> is the fact that you know, the the wire foo action and all that. Wasn't all that it was cranked no, up to be. No, it wasn't. It was, How are I, these guys like, getting hurt? That's what I was saying. I said that literally. Well, like, I was well, like, it was so keep bad. It, keep in mind, what we were seeing was version two. That's true. And there's, and I imagine in the first version, there may have been a lot more dangerous stunts that resulted in a lot more injuries. Yeah, yeah. probably. And also, that, that brings me to another point, which is what we watched was, so originally, they... The, the play was much, much different. It had a lot of other songs, like right. six songs. Yeah. You can actually go read the, yeah. um, the plot description of the first yeah. one online. Yeah. And in fact, the reason it's called Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark is because of one of the songs. It's called Turn Off the Dark in the original version. They cut hmm. all of that out because apparently the person who was writing and directing the play initially was an egomaniac. Uh, well, right. So Julie Taymor was the original director. Yes. But the music was all Bono and the Edge. Yes. Literally, it's just how I feel about Bono. I mean, there was literally a part where they're at a dance club and Vertigo starts playing. Yeah. You know? And first of all, what dance club fucking plays any U two outside <laughs> yeah. of maybe Octung <laughs> Baby? But like, no. The problem. The problem is, is that, um, and and I'm, I'm one of those people who usually goes against the idea that you can't make one kind of story work because of. The limitations of a medium, but by and large, Spider-Man is a superhero. Superhero mm-hmm. uh, stories usually involve a lot of action, yeah. and nobody goes to a Broadway musical to see action. Yeah, that's true. No. And, and there's not many that's musical true. numbers in comic book stuff. No, no, not at all. But I'm working on it. I mean, I I think it, it, in the right setting it could play. This was not the right setting. No. I mean, let's talk about the costumes for a second. Oh here. my God, the because swarm. Sp- Swarm, swarm, a swarm of bees. Yeah, was a lady with a bunch of wires, you know, hanging on, or a guy. I, I couldn't tell. Couldn't the, tell. The, well, here's the other problem. Before we get into that, ladies and gentlemen, I accidentally bought a bootlegged copy of this. I was under the impression this was an official. Yeah, quote. it did seem like quotes on yeah. the back of the DVD. There is a little bit of shakiness at the beginning. What we actually got was, so obviously it's a bootleg, this guy just smuggled it in a camcorder and just filmed it from the audience. But the worst part is this dude just would not keep the camera focused on the stage. Yeah, Yeah. in fact, the one time that we think there was some really cool wire stuff with Green Goblin and Spider-Man, we didn't get to see it because it's left of camera. Yeah, and I love that it was like, here's here's the action, and all of a sudden something cool is going to happen, and he just... Yeah. He looks up at the ceiling, and it's like, 
and it just sits there for like 30 seconds and I'm like yeah. just move and the you, camera and you can tell when like someone like one of like the ushers is near him because he like hides yeah. the camera and th- let's, let's talk about the biggest most ridiculous why of this entire thing Swiss Miss Swiss Miss what the, Swiss why? Miss why 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 what uh, purpose would create it? There's so many Spider-Man well, villains. According, uh, well, according to um, the it. director's notes, she said that the villains needed a woman's touch. There's a whole bunch of women villains in Spider-Man. Yeah, what's uh, what's the female symbiote? You got Black Cat. Um, you have oh the one that um, Michelle Williams's character turns yeah. into. Yeah, oh, Silver Sable. I can't, I can't think is, of her name. Yeah, Silver Sable, who yeah, is sometimes, Silver Sable who sometimes villain. Um, who else? But then they could pull from other things that aren't Spider-Man. I mean, the, yeah. You know, well, the, maybe. Well, what? Whatever. I mean, come on, Swiss Miss. Were they sponsored by Swiss Miss Chocolate Mix? Uh, well, I wasn't quite sure. It was a lady in all silver and she, like, with a bunch was, of like, knives. Nice, but also caused snow. Did I get that right? Like, no, did it seem like there was snow around no, her? No. And also, I, maybe Cra- I don't know. The worst part for me was Craven because he no. had like this little no, like the cardboard lizard. mask. The lizard. Yeah, lizard. The lizard was, the lizard was literally a guy with one of those like blow up dinosaur yeah. costumes that like, like came something through you'd his see lab in coat. like a in like um an elementary school play almost. It was. I so have seen bad. high school plays that were better than and that. And then yes. we're we're leaving out the greatest one. Carnage was in it. Yeah, for some reason. Carnage was in it and did nothing. Nothing. The, the villains were literally there so they would have a version yeah. of the Sinister Six to was destroy just the saying, city. Because the Carnage costume actually looks it kind of okay. Look, yeah, you know, actually up close, a lot of those costumes look way better. Yeah. Well, sure. Um, because and we were looking at a really crappy bootleg from like a weird angle. Like, I, I, I have a feeling some of that stuff probably would have played a little bit better if we were in the actual audience. Sure. Sure. I don't. I don't know. Well, and we'll never they, know. Well, yeah. they a lot of like even Peter Parker's T-shirt, and whenever you see like a fold in the shirt, yeah. it was like a hard black yeah, line, like a comic. Yeah, it was so funny on his bed. The bed. So, like the sheets were like looked. They were like drawn to look like they had depth, but like they so totally it, didn't. But it was like you know to, to show that oh, this is comic book. Let's talk about that fight. The fight between Bonesaw oh, and Spider-Man. Oh, my Bonesaw. Yeah. So Bonesaw is a literally a giant blow-up dude with yeah. a guy wearing all black behind him, moving him around. This was the worst $14 that I've ever paid. Uh, you know, I paid to see the spirit in theaters for some reason. You know what? I think that's better. I'd rather watch anything. Not that else except hey, the spirit was in focus. The spirit was focused on the action. To be fair, there was a story. There was that. That brings up a point, though. We do have to to kind of touch on what you said before. We do have to take into account that we are basically watching this in the worst way possible. Yeah, that's that's very true. But you know, you can't excuse. The Green Goblin having a piano oh at the top God. of the Chrysler building. I mean, to be just f- to play the piano. And then to be fair, he to gets be f- killed by getting strapped to it with with webs, and then the piano falls off the fucking Chrysler building, and then he goes strapped. comically. Yeah, comically. Fifteen seconds after the piano falls, he then is There's pulled down. There's a part where he's on the phone with an automated telephone service, trying to get in hold with J. Jonah Jameson, and it's a good like five, six minutes long. It's like yeah, he's stuck in a phone tree system. Well, like, he this can destroy the so... city, but he can't control phones. There's like one well, exploding I mean, pumpkin I'll, I'll... bit. He had wings. 
Yeah. He had wings like the vulture. Yeah. I mean, I'll just go out and say it. I thought the Green Goblin was the best part of it. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, he got the most laughs by the audience as well. I, um, I was really, I was really concerned with where they were going with it when they showed um, uh, uh, Harry's dad. Yeah, help me out, Norman. Norman Osborn. Yeah, and when, where's we, Harry in this whole thing? Yeah, Harry was absent. Norman was just like like nothing. And then he, when he became the Green Goblin, he was funny, and that was something. It was so bad. It was so wow. Bad. We could have just watched YouTube. Great, yeah. great. Our our engineer just came and told our board ops that he found a better version on YouTube. So the hell, we hell? we've been talking about this for weeks. Fourteen dollars. Weeks. Months. Months. Well, yeah, and yeah, and that also makes sense why his shirt. The, on the cover of the box was like you know where the spider is. It was just the web layered over really poorly in Photoshop. Oh, wow, that makes a lot more sense. So, now. well, you, you know, is, it's funny. Uh, that actually is a good segue to the next thing we're going to talk. Well, about. let's go ahead and talk about it. Charlotte Holmberg, mm-hmm. a girl in Girl Scouts in Colorado, okay. came up with a smart marketing trick to sell more cookies. Mm-hmm. Jason Momoa mm-hmm. Samoas. What a brilliant girl. Yeah, she put Give... Jason Momoa shirtless on the cover of all these boxes of Momoa uh, Samoas. Old, how old is this girl? Uh, I don't know. I mean, old enough to, young enough to be in Girl Scouts. Right. So here's what I'm saying. Anybody out there that is part of a college, give this girl a scholarship for yeah, marketing. Right. Like this is this is hilarious. Apparently, and it's like she's a kid. she's no stranger to cookie sale success. Ooh, she tell sold me more. Two thousand boxes in two thousand eighteen. This girl's gonna go far. Damn straight. It's that like was the, the wrong like, sound um, effect. Like Let me try girl's... that again. That's a lot of cookies. Why is that the right sound effect? It's better than the boing for a child. I guess. Um, this is like that chick who, uh, the girl who uh, stood outside of the d- dispensaries, the medical marijuana dispensaries, and sold cookies. Oh, yeah. What a bra- That's what, She genius. did that? Yeah, not this girl. Oh. A different Girl Scout, and it was last year. Um, that's freaking genius. That's like that um, on I think it's on Eight Mile in Detroit. There's a place called Holy Moly Donut Shop, which actually they just got like. The owners got in a lot of trouble because they were doing like illegal transportation across state lines. Oh, but there is literally like the, one of those like awesome ass donut places that like, has like the crazy donuts. Yeah. right next to a dispensary. That's freaking well, genius. That is genius. You know what? Internet, get on Twitter, find this girl and get get her a college scholarship. Tweet at her. Get it out there. Girl Scouts of Chicago. Yeah, like this is this is great. And here's the thing. That's the thing about the Scouts. Yeah, is that you know. Well, they supported this. They said it was very creative. They did not support the dispensary thing. Well, okay. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I get where they have to draw the line. On that, do you? Well, I it's mean, legal. I, it is legal, but you know, I'm sure they'd have no pro- state wise. It's not federally legal, bar. right? So, but but what I'm saying is, you know, that's you know that's great that they supported her and her Jason Momoa Samoas. Jason she Momoa, them, she calls them Momoas. Jason Momoa, get at this girl and give her a college scholarship to Momoa <laughs> U to Atlantis University. That's Andy's answer to everything. Just that's give her right. a college scholarship. Give her a college scholarship. Get Jason Do it. Momoa on the phone. Get the Samoans in here. Do it. 
Yeah. So all right. I, I just thought that was great. That is hilarious. I, I and it's wonderful. That, yeah. And you know, here's the thing: in this day and age, we really need more stories like that. I agree. Lighthearted, you know, good positive stories to like uplift us because you know we're such. We're, I'm going to go on a two a thirty second rant. We're so divisive as a country. Two thirty second rants or one thirty one thirty second rant. So where'd the two come from? I I was going to say two minute, and then I said that's too much. Corey's not here. I can't give him shit today. So. You're gonna give me shit. You're that's the proxy. fine, but uh, that's fine. I'll I'll take it. That's my job. I have 15 seconds left, but I'm just saying yes. we got to come together. We need to unite under one banner, and that banner is Jason Momoa Samoas. I'm with that. That's you know what? Since today is Gargoyles Awareness Day, mm-hmm. maybe the next Awareness Day is Jason Momoa Samoa Awareness Day. I think that's a great idea. I really wanted to do Awareness Awareness Day. Well, that's to coming raise up. awareness for our future Awareness Days. But we'll figure it out. We but yeah, won't. so Gargoyles Awareness Day, guys. Yay! Yes, I like that soundboard. That's um, right. You know, it's it's really funny. Um, obviously, like none of these have really like blown up. Like we're gonna hopefully eventually get one to blow up. But enough people have reached out to me about it where it's it's like okay, sure. Well, yeah, sure. Because I remember awesome. that Gargoyles is awesome. In fact, I think we talked about it not too long ago. The rumor is right now that Jordan Peele's developing. Uh, live action feature. Why? Because Why not? That's what Hollywood does now, and he gets to do whatever he wants right now. Uh, I mean, they literally gave him the keys to the Twilight Zone. <laughs> uh, what was that? I'm so confused. I'm just, right I'm just now. asking, like, I don't know. Gargoyles is a great show. I'm not going to argue that point, but why? Why do we need to see it in live action? Because if I get to see a castle on top of a skyscraper in live action before I die, I'll be happy. I was saying that was a pun. That's what I was getting at. <laughs> it's or, a little late for that, Andy. Well, you know, I'm. You know what? <laughs> yes, I like that one. I gave that to myself. There we <laughs> um, go. But uh, speaking of ridiculous and uplifting, uh huh. There is, in fact, a sequel to Batman. And Elver, Elmer Fudd. And I'm I like where this is Me going. Me too, because, because it's my favorite Looney Tune, Batman Pursues Roadrunner. Is this is this actually a thing? Yeah. Dude, oh, yeah. the Batman Elmer Fudd comic it's was really actually good. good. Yeah. And like so like when I remember when I first saw the article about it, I'm like, this is this is fucking bonkers. No, no, no. And then I saw like a page of it. Yeah. And, and it was like Batman was like threatening Elmer Fudd, and it was just like yeah, no, dark was... and gritty. It's not like the typical drawing of Elmer Fudd. No, no, he looks more like a king, the kingpin, but right, yeah, he does. Um, no, but it's about that. That one was about the the murder of a, a, a shared love interest. What? Yeah, that's why. Yeah, they 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 got together um, to they like to be detectives about the apparent murder of Silver Saint Cloud. Who actually, a handful of years ago in the Grant Morrison run, um, was one of the people Batman revealed his identity to, and then she ended up being a villain. Hmm. Well, there's there's the secret, kids. Don't ever but, give uh, away your secret identity. Man, I'm so excited. I love Roadrunner. Meep, meep. That's my soundboard for that, because I don't have one. Meep, meep. I'm excited oh. to see what they have Roadrunner look like. Um, probably pretty aerodynamic, I'm going to assume. will we also get Wiley Coyote? I wouldn't be surprised if they put it in at the end, like, lurking in the shadows. Lurking in the shadows. Like, this big, like, and I, I, I mean, I, I am kind of excited to see what they're going to do with that transformation. Yeah. 
No, you I know. mean, honestly, when well, I heard like, that there was an Elmer Fudd yeah. Batman book, I was like, what the hell's going well, on? Well, that's the thing. Elmer Fudd, he's a cartoon, but he's still like a human within the context of the Looney Tunes universe. Sure. Whereas Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner, they're anthropomorphic animals. Right, but think of like Man Bat. That's yeah. true. That's true. You know? That's true. So, you know, they, they could draw it very, you know, frightening esque. You know, I'm picturing Wiley Coyote, Coyote as just like drooling, like I'm going to get like a Wolfman, almost yeah. like a Wolfman, like I'm going to get that Roadrunner, I'm going to eat him. Oh, um, I totally forgot to put this on the rundown. Well, then let's talk about it. Bill and Ted Three. Yeah, it's we, finally happening. We know. No, but they like. Do they it, finally? It's like, starting to shoot this summer. It's coming out later this year. Whoa! Yeah, oh. Most excellent. Most excellent. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. That it, it, I'm looking at the next article I wanted to talk cool. about, and it was in the corner, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about nice. it. I'm so excited. I love those movies. I'm really curious to see what the premise of it is. Um, it, it's, uh, they, they're, um, I'm glad you asked, Cole. Let me tell you about my like movie. They're middle-aged fathers now. Oh, and they're, whoa. They're try, yeah, they're trying awesome. to like recreate the glory. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know the exact thing, but I'm excited for it. I'm going to see it. Uh, um, speaking of things I'm excited for that I'm going to go see... I'll be the first person in line to see this fucking movie. Todd Phillips is directing a Hulk Hogan biopic, and Chris Hemsworth is playing Hulk Hogan. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm all for oh, this. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, Hogan's, Hogan's had like a bit of a checkered past, you know, and especially with the, the recent years have been not so quite you know, kind to the Hulkster. Terry does, Balea. Does this... Uh, That's his real name, by does the way. This, uh, yes. Does his biopic have his uh, blessing? Did you say biopic? He yeah. did. Is that? That's how you pronounce it. It's biopic. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Because it's a biography, not a. I've only heard it as biopic, and only recently heard it as biopic. Yeah, because it's not a bio. Well, yeah, it is a biography. Shut up. Um, Does it have Hulk Hogan's blessing? Yeah, I think so. In fact, it I'm pretty sure Hulk Hogan Hulkster. is the one who asked Hemsworth to be. It's gonna him. run. Wow. So you think they're gonna, you know, shy away from the racist stuff he said? Um, that's a probably. I would assume. You so. gotta eat your vitamins. Say your prayers. Do you I have am you have you guys heard his album? Wait, Hulk Hogan has an album. Hulk Hogan has. Two albums. You know the Pope has one. He's also, but active. that's a good album. He has, but that's, that's a good has, album. Uh, you know what? Andy jams to the Pope's album all the time, dude. Guys. Dude, oh, you guys are getting it now. That's really a thing. The Pope has a rock album. That's not a joke. That's not. It's on Spotify. That is not surprising. Shh. What are we waiting for? Oh, here. You, I, I just, I just gotta find a really good one. Keep talking. In All a right. minute, you're Wasn't gonna there hear. Period so. of history where he tried to act. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah, he did like in, Surf Ninjas. Also, he, no, no, not Three Surf Ninjas. Ninjas. Three Ninjas. He was in the third one, or was he in a different franchise that had Kid Ninjas? Because there's Three Ninjas. Three Ninjas kick back, and then and there's that one where he's in the tutu. All right. Uh, Here we that yeah that was was that Mr. Mom or no no all right so folks I'm gonna play a little little piece of this and this is Hulk Hogan's uh, ballad that uh, yeah yep oh I hate it already Hulk Hogan and um, the wrestling boot I hold on. love this hold on. I saw it on TV. 
This is Hulk Hogan? I guess will be one empty seat when I wrestle at Wimbledon. This can't be really Hulk Hogan. It is. It There's sounds a whole... nothing like Hulk Hogan. But now you tore my heart. I knew you were a Hulk It's not. Okay. Just right from, from, the from the very start. This is it. Okay, this is horrible. Make it stop. Yeah, please make it stop. I have to wait till we get to the chorus. Do we really? Yes. I don't because it's so worth it. It better be worth it. Here it is. Okay, turn this off. This is uh, this is like this is this is um the world just lost another Hulkamaniac. I I that vote. was atrocious. I'm well, to there's vote Andy off the island. Uh, yes, I do well, too. I'm in control today, so next week That's you can fine. vote me off. Me and Ian will just sit here in sullen silence for the rest That's of the fine. show. That's fine. Oh, no, not even. I have to talk about this next. The, thing. The, the, he has a song, by the way, called Beach Patrol. I mean, Tim Curry has a song called. I do the rock. Well, you know that Macho Man had an album too, right? I did know that. And he he had a song calling out Hulk Hogan. Yeah, they had a fight over Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Hogan, whatever you're calling yourself. I'm coming for you, you coward. Um, But yeah, so uh, moving on from that. I'd like to thank the internet for indulging me. I'd like to thank the internet. Oh boy, um, Hanna Barbera's banana splits. Do you remember the? Ba- you ever see the banana I, splits? I I don't remember the banana. Splits. I love the banana splits, but it was a, a children's variety show from the '60s. It's getting rebooted. Oh, I remember these guys. Yeah, because yeah, it's I was... getting rebooted as a horror movie. Oh joy! Now it had me thinking. I want a Bananas in Pajamas horror movie. Oh, my God. Like, it had me thinking about what other kids' shows could be adapted into horror stuff, like Bananas in Pajamas, Big Comfy Couch. Clip, uh, Blue's Clues. Blue's David, Clues. David loves, David oh loves Big Comfy Dora Couch. Dora the Explorer. We need, we need to make an adult murder mystery Blue's Clues parody. We need to do that. That needs to happen. Where's the killer, a, Blue? We just, got a, we just got a letter, oh, and it's someone's finger in a... And a letter. We just got a clue. (laughs) I think I got a clue, Blue. Got a raging clue. (laughs) But uh, yeah, no, I um, I'm gonna see it. I'll watch it. It's gonna be. You just say you got a raging clue. Yeah, it's from South Park. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's the ones with uh, where the um, Uh, the Hardy boys making fun of the Hardy boys. Yeah. Oh, I got a raging clue. It's got a raging clue. Raging clue. I forgot about it. Um, but yeah, so Feagle the Beagle, Bingo the Gorilla, Drooper oh, the Lion, and Snorky the Elephant will be coming back to murder people. It's going to be like Five Nights at Freddy's. A little bit. Probably, yeah. yeah. Probably. But man, I can. I. I'm excited for it. I love. I like when they do stuff like that, where like they take old properties and they do really weird twists. Why on don't it. they just make a yeah, space I ghost love, movie? I love it when people just take stuff I adored as a child and just warp and twist it beyond all recognition. Why don't they yeah. make a space ghost Sometimes. movie? Space ghost the movie. Yeah, I would love to see that, or bring back space ghost coast to coast, but in live action. Mm-hmm. Like oh, an action, like give Adult Swim its own late night talk know. show like that. When they did that with. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. It was, oh, like it was the, yeah. It was the worst episode of the series. T Pain was just bouncing around. Although the guy, I will say the guy who did Carl did a great yeah, job. Yeah, it was really good. Tonight, tonight. Um, so good. No, I mean, I, 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 yes, 
I get what you're saying. But at the same time, there's a difference well, between someone it, taking a childhood it, it, property well, it, and it, doing it badly and someone taking it and reworking it. Well, you know what it reminds me of is, like, all those batshit theories about, like, the Rugrats that, like, uh, all the other children— It's went, all in Angelica's mind. Yeah, and all the other uh, babies died in stillbirth or whatever. Yeah. Holy it, shit. Yeah, you've never heard that? that yeah, it's really a, messed that up. Or like dark. Or, like, in Ed and Eddie— um, they're all from like different eras, and they're all just ghosts living in this neighborhood. That is awful. I am very sad now. I'm very sad now. I'm gonna I go it's very. All, it's all. It's it's all bullshit. You know, it's not real. Well, yes, that's true. Um, real quick before we take our break, I'd love to just chat uh, on you about the Gwyneth Paltrow spoiler. Yes. Yes. Because yes. I I read this the other day, and I was like, mm, maybe, maybe. Um, well, so yeah, she says she's done, done playing the role, and she's too old to be in suits. So, but it's the first that, time she's well, it's the second time she's been in a suit. Yeah, she was in it in Iron Man. But 3. at the same time, it still has not been like confirmed that she is going to be spoiler outside of that photo she put out of her in in like armor. Yeah, this, this sounds like. Not an accident, as in this is something they told her yeah. to possibly spoil. Yeah, you which I'm kind know. of, which honestly, the more the more I think about it, that whole Sam Jackson thing, that sounds more deliberate. That sounds really deliberate. Yeah. Like you, re- like so, it's one thing. But here's one thing: it's one thing to take things out of the trailer, change things in the trailer. It's another thing to tell your stars to tell people the wrong shit. Well, I mean, in the lead up to the Force Awakens, there were fake leaks the entire time. Leading yeah, up to oh, it. absolutely, but that's but different you, but than like than like Adam telling... Driver coming out and going blah blah that's blah true. blah. Kylo blah. Ren is a not weenie. who you want him to be. Yes. Oh wait, um, but he you know, is so the rumor is. Although I thought it was confirmed that um, like she was. Um, well, there's already there was a photo that was already leaked. Uh, no, no, that well, she's Spider Man. She... I mean. Oh no! There was on set. That's what I thought, but I yeah. guess that was never confirmed. Well, no, but there there was on set like filming that they had of her and Happy, and I think Fury as well. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, here's the thing. You know, the the rumors that you know that I've heard them from Tony's going to lose, lose Gwyneth just like the for the Soul um, Stone or did you hear or about Tony's this? child? Another major leak was printed in the pages of Marvel Studios' official merchandising book for Infinity War this past May, with Paltrow commenting that her character and Tony had subsequently married and they have a child. Yep. So, so there's so there's rumors that that girl that we thought was Scott Lang's daughter older is, uh, could be could be daughter. Tony's yeah. Tony's daughter. Well, because there's that rumor that Endgame. I mean, so it's not a rumor. Endgame does take place a decent chunk of time after Infinity right. War, but is like it six months? Years. Is it two years? I've heard up to five years. Woo, I mean, and then plus with time travel involved, mm-hmm. we could absolutely get some future versions of characters to like set up things down the line. Because I really do think at the end of this movie, we're gonna get. A Thanos type scene that we got at Avengers One, you know, like at the end of Avengers One, oh, there's, yeah. there's Thanos. Of course, he's popping up for the rest of whatever. I think we'll get that um, setting up the next overarching absolutely. Villain. Well, um, Ian, normally I would say it's your move, creep, but not anymore because do you realize though that every Avengers film has ended with Thanos's face as the last shot. Yep. 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 Yes. Yeah, Avengers, all the Avengers films. Well. But, I uh, think we're gonna have to take a break. Yeah, we gotta watch this, this is because great. it's your move, creep. Yeah. Because 
We are going to watch a wonderful little piece. KFC as a new spokesperson. KFC as a new spokesperson. And you know what? If you couldn't get it from that reference, I'm not going to spell it out for you. So let's roll that beautiful chicken footage. Louisville, Kentucky, home of the Cardinal, baseball bats, and one of the greatest trade secrets of all time, Colonel Sanders' secret recipe of 11 herbs and spices. Up until today, the secret recipe has been stored in a relatively safe safe inside of this building. But for KFC, a relatively safe safe wasn't safe enough. So if someone were to get their hands on the secret recipe, it would be our worst nightmare. Every seven hours, a new Kentucky Fried Chicken is built. All that would be gone. So, in February 2019, KFC decided to upgrade their security of Colonel Sanders' 11 herbs and spices with RoboCop, the ultimate law enforcer reprogrammed with one prime directive, protect the secret recipe. KFC created a triple encrypted digital copy of the secret recipe, and RoboCop transferred the recipe to a more secure location where it could be preserved forever, the Bonhoof Underground Data Center, a long-term data storage facility in a nuclear bomb shelter 100 feet under a Stockholm mountain built to survive Armageddon. The bunker gains uh, indefinitely high uh, security at all threats even nuclear bombs. We do $25 billion of business on that secret recipe, and there are many trying to copy it, and nobody's been successful. And now the recipe will be preserved forever, all thanks to RoboCop. So I just looked it up, that Bahnhof, uh Thing, that's a real place. Yeah, that is a real you, place. Well, no, so they actually had to build a new vault to keep... Um, the recipe in and when they did that they had to transfer the recipe and the guy who had the recipe had to have a briefcase handcuffed to his hand mm -hmm. and like had like security it was like a huge fucking deal I just uh, that does bring me up to a question how does something like a spice or something recipe like that stay secret for like decades and decades well I mean let's see KFC Secret recipe. Let's Google this. Um, so, let's see. KFC re recipe revealed. This is from 2006. Um, apparently, there um, the Tribune shown family scrapbook with 11 herbs and spices. So, I don't know how it hasn't been leaked yet. Because even this thing, um, yeah, I don't know. Dead or alive. That secret recipe I mean, is coming with me. I mean, it's like, it's. couldn't someone just take home, like, something from KFC and just, like, take it apart? I'm sure people have tried to. Well, sure, but there's there's the, the, the ratio of yeah, how, how much, much of this herb, how much of that true. herb. Yeah, true. let's see. Um, you know, our story begins with my trip to small town of Corbin, Kentucky, where the colonel first served his chicken more than 75 years ago to hungry motorists at the service station he ran. Wow, that is a run-on sentence. I'm here to visit the Harland Sanders Cafe and Museum, a shrine of sorts to the fried chicken magnet. His namesake restaurant has been restored. Blah, 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 blah. This is a boring article. It has nothing to do with anything so I'm trying to find out. It's not a question of what ingredients they're using. It's how much of each ingredient. Well, I mean, I don't food. know. It's... Let's see. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, there's a photo of this handwritten list that supposedly is the 11 herbs and spices. Yeah. 
Well, okay. Are two, you gonna... thir- two thirds tablespoon salt, half a tablespoon of thyme. Oh, Jesus. The, they're going to come in like, and get thyme, us. Thyme, thyme, thyme. I don't thyme. know. Half a tablespoon of basil, one third tablespoons. It's, it's probably meant to be oregano, but it says origino. Origino. Uh, yeah. uh, the original oregano. Calorie salt. One tablespoon back pepper, one tablespoon dried mustard. What? Dried mustard, yeah. Yeah, f- uh, four tablespoons paprika, two tablespoons garlic salt, one tablespoon ground ginger, and three tablespoons of white pepper. All right, so you have to have Sarah try and figure out if that's real this weekend. All right, well. Bring in fried chicken. <laughs> We're trying to steer away from all the fried stuff. You don't have to eat any of it. Well, I'll eat all of it. Okay, then. Well, all that, all that weight loss is going to... You're just gonna the weight's gonna come off me and go to you. Here we go. I'm good on that. Moving on. It was hard enough to drop it in the first well, place. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm saying you're looking good now. Thank you. Hi there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so this is actually I mean it's been rumored for a while, but it's finally confirmed. Annette Benning reveals that she is in fact playing the Supreme Intelligence. Who is hmm. the Supreme Intelligence? So the Supreme Intelligence is kind of the leader of the Cree. Right. It's the collective minds, information in the minds of all of the former um, leaders. So are they a hive mind species? Um, no, no. And, and the supreme intelligence is only one person. It's not like a thing where like multiple personalities switch through. It's just all of the knowledge is yeah, it's, run it's through. Like, it's like a computer. It's human like the giver. Thingy. It's yeah. like the giver. You're passing on the knowledge to one person. Yeah, after, before it's an you artificial die. intelligence. Um, that consists of the greatest intellects of the Cree people for the last million years. So it's a, um, a, it's a machine, not a living being. Well, in the comics, it's a head. It's a giant living head thing. That's also kind of like a the uh, incoming kinda, message from the big giant head. Sort kinda, of. Kind of like the um, the big computer head in the original Tron. Um, a little bit, sorta, sorta. Oh. Um, but man, I'm. Dude, we're like. We're two weeks away from Captain Marvel. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day because, like, you know, Robert Downey Jr. tweeted out um, a really cool promo that's got like Iron Man. Oh and, yeah, and Cap. All that. Cap. And Hero, Thor. Some heroes are made. Some heroes are forged. forged. Some here, yeah. And it was like you know, like they're 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 really pushing hard on this. That it's like, yes, we're finally you know giving a female superhero the spotlight. Like, just, like, a legitimate spotlight and, like, and just not, I feel like they're doing it not just for the fact that it's, like, okay, you know, here's a woman superhero, but it's just, like, here's a story worth telling. Oh, well, Marvel doesn't, you know, that's Marvel's thing. Right. Marvel and, Marvel's really good. In fact, one of the things I love about Kevin Feige is you, he's, like, you plan on putting everything you want in the first movie because you never know if you're going to get to make another one. Yeah. DC... <laughs> Listen to this guy. He knows what he's talking about. Well, DC about. is just like, well, we're going to act like we got the, the, the everything figured out. Dude, Aquaman's one of the 20th highest grossing films of all time. How? It's an okay movie? Well, that's, like, well, I haven't the thing, seen though. it. Being an okay movie is groundbreaking for the DC. <laughs> that's so true. It, but, and, but it, and, that, and that really brings me to an interesting point that I thought about while we were watching Aquaman, which is... I was not enjoying Aquaman in the sense that it's like, oh, they're showing new stuff. It's it's almost like I was grading it, as in, is this movie meeting the bare minimum of what it takes to make a half decent movie? Yeah, you know, maybe it's that's why. Maybe that's also why the DC films aren't so well received is because right. they've yet to do a really good one that's universally loved. 
everyone who doesn't like the other ones picks apart the yeah. films as they're playing. Um, I mean, Aquaman wasn't horrible. No. It wasn't amazing, but it wasn't horrible. It was definitely DC's best live-action film since Nolan left doing them. All right, yeah. I got a pitch. All right, Portal opens up on the Justice League, right? Oh All of a sudden, Tony Stark walks in, and he's got a little tiny control box, and he hits a button, and it says, Reset, con- Calculating, Countdown, 30 seconds, and he's like, You're welcome, and he leaves, and then the whole DC hey, Universe is reset. DC Universe. Reset it! I mean... Ron so, Popeil, set it and forget it. So, the th- actually, you know, there's a lot of rumors right now that Warner Brothers isn't doing so hot. And that's really? Why tra- that's why they're trying to do the streaming service. Could you imagine if, if they had to sell the DC characters? Oh, and it just starts all over again? I, I feel like Marvel or Disney couldn't legally buy them. That would just, that would be a really? Yeah, without question. Well. I mean, there are other there two are other... countries almost turned down the Fox Disney merger. Like I couldn't even imagine what they would happen if they tried to to buy Warner Brothers. Well, let's, yeah. let's look at this like legally. I mean, there are other companies that. Okay, who made Kick Ass? Like, what what comic is Kick Ass? Image. Is Image. That's what I, that's what I thought. I think so. So, you know, there you go. And Hellboy. Yeah, that Dark Horse. Is, Dark Horse, which right? is technically owned by DC. Okay. Well, not looking too great there. No, wait. Um, no, I'm not. That, no, they don't. Vertigo is DC. Okay. That's, sorry. But you know, that's what I'm saying is other, there have been other movies made based on comic IPs. No, yeah. So I think that legally they'd be allowed to do it. Well, it wouldn't a be a monopoly. The courts let it happen. Excuse I, me. I don't Ooh. think if the courts are getting into whether we can have all superheroes under one roof, they already are. Well, I'm just saying that's a total waste of time. Well, what if DC ends up? Yeah, there's like, there's a, there's a national emergency, Andy. Yeah, there, things are so bad. Our president had to declare it and go play golf right after. Yeah, and get an omelet. Well, what if uh, it ends up in DC ends up in almost in the same situation that Marvel is in, where they sell off some of their characters and the universe yeah. just ends up yeah, fractured? That could happen. That could very much it's happen. It's fractured, um, but which, whole. Is, which is, which would, in my mind, be the stupidest uh, uh, choice ever. Because one of the few advantages DC has over Marvel they is the fact everything. that they have ownership over all of their characters, which yeah. makes it a little more frustrating too. Because yes. they have all their toys, like, they could do. The story Marvel, that would work the best. Marvel has people excited to go see a movie with fucking Ant-Man in it. And Bat- and DC can't even get people excited about Batman. Yeah. What? Yep. But, uh, although, so speaking of mergers and stuff, now that Disney owns Fox, um, I, I'm kind of shocked this is happening. Um, apparently, right now, there's... Um, an R-rated alien animated film or series in the works. Oh my god! That is such a good idea, and it's an yeah. an, and it's an animated adaptation of the 2014 uh, survival horror game. Is alien it an adaptation Isolation. or is it after the game? It says an animated adaptation. Oh, I dig it. Which is good because Alien Isolation. Is literally the best thing to happen to the alien universe since aliens, probably. There's also one um, in the works for Hulu. Wow. And another one in that. This one actually kind of kind of sounds interesting. It will explore a lunar colony that finds himself trapped by xenomorph. Well, also I want to take. I this. mean, that's what every alien. Well, yeah. Uh, oh, look, xenomorph. That's why I said it sounds interesting. 
Um, I want to take this opportunity. Not the three and four were good. To bring up the fact that I gave a gift today to a young man who's having a birthday in our company named Alec Truppiano. Yay! Which is coming back, Cranky Anchors. I wasn't done Sorry. giving him birthday props. We love you. Happy birthday, Alex. Yeah. So much. I gave him uh, the Alien Queen Stabbing Bishop figure. Nice. Oh, that's so awesome. I didn't put my name on it. I just said it was from Bishop and that I'm dead now. So this is probably him finding out if he's even paying attention. He's probably not. He doesn't care. Anyways. You know, the couple couple shows ago, when I had all that drama going on on my phone, yeah, Alec texted me and said to get off my phone, so he might be watching right now. Alec, if you're watching... Hi there. <laughs> this is the best thing ever. Moving on. Oh, my boy. God. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Space Jam 2... <laughs> Yes, finally gets a release date, and we get a, our first look at LeBron James in a Space Jam, uh, sp- uh, wow, Toon Squad jersey. Okay, yeah, I mean, I, like, yeah. I, I like Space Jam. I mean, what exactly are they going to do with a sequel? I don't know. Ryan Coogler's producing it though. I mean, yeah, but Christopher- and they're bringing back Lola Bunny. Yeah, but Christopher okay. Nolan produced uh, Man of Steel. Touche. Hey, I like Man of Steel. Though, I to be like fair. Man of Steel. I don't Steel. hate it. I hate it. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Why? Because uh, it misses everything about Superman. I disagree about that. I think it was more the filmmaking side of things that really bugged me. I think they actually did quite a good job of the way I see it. Is Man of Steel is almost like the Batman Begins of Superman. Yeah, it, like, it humanizes Superman. Work. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. The I fact that not... he had to kill Yil Zod, and he was like, "That's he doesn't kill. He doesn't want to kill." Counterpoint. Counterpoint. When in that movie is it ever established that he has a problem with killing people? No, no. Well, Here's it doesn't have to be. No, no. This ties back into my whole thing about it being the Batman Begins of Superman is because he had to do that with Zod. Moving forward, he like I'm I'm assuming that was why he doesn't kill. Well, you saw him crying afterwards. Tears are a fairly good indication. Yeah, uh, sadness. Yeah, but, it's- but I mean, he's holding Zod's body and he's crying. Like uh, he just had to kill somebody. Clearly, he had a problem with it. Yeah. Like I, I get it that a lot of people didn't like this movie, and I'm just really glad you didn't say the one criticism that people will give all the time. There's just, there's just too much destruction. See, I don't it's mind like, the destruction. I think there's too so much it's action. Not the, it's at not, times. well, it's not just the destruction. It's the fact that the movie is fucking miserable. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm Superman. Hey, Lex Luthor, I'm gonna stop you. Bang, bang, dead. Like, I, there, I, there's, I, drama. Not, there's drama. There's drama. Not really. Not real. What are you talking about? If there's no drama, if I don't care about the character, there's no drama. If I don't there's care no about drama, the if Cole doesn't care about the character, <laughs> he looks like he's gonna kill me. I hated the movie. I'm not going to apologize for that. No, I'm not yeah, asking you, don't you need to. to apologize you are more. For hey, it at all. that is the great thing about this show and 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 geekdom is you are allowed to like or hate what you want, and I can disagree with you, but that doesn't make you wrong. That's very true. Yes. Whatever. Get off your phone! Oh, no, this is really important. Oh, you No, really... this is really okay. important. Okay. <laughs> it better be. It better be something about you buying me a pet monkey. I'd buy myself a pet monkey for... Dude, speaking of monkeys, I just finished watching um, um, Doom Patrol. 
Or not, sorry, not Doom Patrol, Umbrella Academy. It looks really good. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, but there is a talking monkey named Pogo in it, and it's fantastic. I saw him in the trailer, and he's like, <laughs> at the funeral, and I was like, oh, this is up my alley. Whenever you introduce any kind of talking monkey into something. I mean, who doesn't mm. love talking monkeys? Let's be honest. The if Flash. You, if you don't like talking the monkeys. Flash. Well, the Flash. Well, technically, Grodd is meant, it's... um. The humans in the Planet of the Apes movies. Communi- there it's you go. Men- There's another mental, one. Though. There's another one. The, uh, Caesar. Caesar. Home. Caesar. Want to do arts and crafts. <laughs> no. Alec, just speak. Alec is paying attention. He said, on your phone again, I see. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, not not working again. I see. No, Alex. Yeah, is what are you doing, it. buddy? Alex killing it. Yeah, I know. He's killing it. I, uh... Portrait of the portrait of an interview. Hopefully, the new episode drops today. Dude, what he's done molding Delivery Man in post. Mm-hmm. I'm ecstatic. Yeah, he, it's it takes a certain kind of person to really get to the 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 odd cerebralness of Ian Bensman. You know. Ian Ian is a very complex creature. I'm a I mean, complex fellow who is a highly sought-after dinner guest. Look at that hat. What is it really hiding? What is it hiding, Ian? What are you hiding? Lots of stuff. We'll reveal them all eventually. All right. That on sounds a, fine. On a less ecstatic note. Um, <laughs> You're so monotone today. I love it. DC Comics is... Uh, not doing so hot right now. <laughs> yeah, no, it, 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 it's not just DC though. That delivery was perfect, it's, by the it's way. It's the whole comic industry. The really? whole Oh yeah. Are I mean, we are we like headed for another crash? Well, so here's the thing. Apparently, no one freaking learned their lesson in the '90s. Oh, of they when they just flooded the market. Yeah, because Marvel, I think it was something like 110 books or something last month they printed, or 110 different different books? titles. Yeah. Like yeah. so, I'm just I'm struggling to stay on top of Tony Stark Iron Man, and I know that we were well, going to so the new Dan year. Slott, Dan Slott is having such issue keeping up with their schedule that they gave him a co-writer, who is now going to write the scripts that he's plotting. Yeah, but he he's been like that for a while. He's always well, been, but as as long as as long as that's part of the norm procedure for him, that's fine. Because I've enjoyed the run so far. No, oh, I mean, and, and great. it's just like, and I, you know, honestly, when I read it, I'm I'm sometimes thinking like. Man, this is what Ian must have felt like when he was reading his Spider-Man Dude, run. Spider-Man, his run on Spider-Man, no one's ever going to top that run. I don't... I don't. You, well, you know what? Let's hope somebody does, yeah. because then you'll just get that much yeah. better of a story. I'll tell you this. I said that about Grant Morrison, Batman. Yeah. And you know who they followed that up with? Scott Snyder. Mm-hmm. So, I was very wrong. Um, and holy crap, did he knock, knock that out of the park. Oh, his yeah. new 52 run, I think, mm-hmm. is one of the most iconic... Batman stories ever. The stuff he does outside of DC Comics is also really good too. Like American Vampire, yeah, is great. Really, really good. He he brought like the the dark gothic feel of Batman back into the comics. Yeah, I think. Uh, horror. I think he, yes. he introduced horror into. into there's the some stuff. There's some much, stuff so. in his line of Batman that I'm surprised he was able to get away with. Yeah, yeah. Hey man, they got away um, with the bat penis. I so. think they got away Did with they, the. They got away Did with they? They, it got put in a comic. They got away with the Joker's face being torn of off. Other ones. But now it's worth so much yeah, money. Yeah, but that was the start of the new fifty two. That was like this that and funny enough, that was actually not in Batman. That was in Detective Comics. Oh. And then they dropped that storyline in Detective and then ran with it in Batman. Hmm. Um What do you think was going through that artist's mind when he was told to draw a bat peepus? Um 
Why? Yeah. No, I'm saying why. No, I'm that's saying. What ran through no, his no, head. no. I'm like that's that's about right. Yeah. Um, that sounds about right. But enough bat penis talk. <laughs> um, I'm really excited to talk about this. Freaking yes, Sam Jackson wants to appear as Mace Windu again with a Royale with cheese. So do we. We want you. I want. I want an old man Mace Windu movie. Like Mace didn't actually die. Yeah. He just that has no hands. Be... Now he has robot hands. Well, he Did only he lost, lost both one hands hand. or one. No, he only he only lost one. Well, either way, either way, both. no, he he clutches at his hand with his I other hand. I think oh, you're he's right. right, but you know, <laughs> you're absolutely I right. think it would be great because you know they didn't let they didn't do that character justice. They didn't give him the room to run like the 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 most room that I mean, they gave that cool character s- to run was in the animated uh, Star Wars Clone Wars and in the EU. The, and in the yeah. EU novels. Yes, especially the EU novels. Um, especially the novel that focuses on him by Matthew Stover, mm-hmm. Shatterpoint. One of the best Star Wars novels ever. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. My, well, Sarah would, would probably argue that with Outbound Flight. That That's pretty. That, I, I really love the Thrawn trilogy. Thrawn trilogy was so good. Timothy Zane and uh, Matthew Stover, I Zahn. think. Zahn. Zahn. Uh, those two. Probably have written some of the best Star Wars Which novels. Which I met him last year. Timothy Zahn? Uh-huh. Yeah. Been a, actually, he's been at CG the last two years. Yeah. What a gem of a human being. So he's like, he wears like a uh, an Imperial officer uniform. Oh, that's so cool. And he's just like, and I, I, he was like, uh, I would like to buy your book and get it autographed. He's like, oh, just making sure you don't have to buy my book to get it autographed. <laughs> yeah. And I was like. Oh my goodness! Because I was like, if I buy this book, can I get this one and this one signed? Yeah. And he's like, you don't have to buy the oh, book. Oh yeah, he signed stuff for free. Like, yeah. So I, I bought the book. It was the new Thrawn book, and and he it's and I good. just talked to him, and he was just so kind and giving of his time, and it's like that's the thing when you go to those conventions, like those people, like that's that extra bit that just makes you totally fanboy or fangirl well, over those people. It loses so much magic if like the. The famous person or the creator there, it loses so much magic if they don't want to be there. Yeah. Kind of if they're just there to make an appearance. Yeah. Well, we got we got only a few minutes left, Ian, and I want to make sure we hit these last two topics because yes. I'm pretty jazzed about them. So there's gonna be a big X Man death. Oh boy! Um, Another one. God, see you, see you later, Jean, Cyclops. If it's Jean Grey, oh, I swear to God, they just brought her back. Then they just bring Cyclops back yes. too. Yes. Kill well, him. Well, no, it's Cyclops and Wolverine standing um, in, in front of a grave. If it's cycl- if it's Jean Grey, Professor X, or Nightcrawler, I'm gonna be so fucking pissed. What if it's Beast? Yeah, I don't yeah. think that's happened this, recently. This just reminds me of like those those uh, those comics where they put something on the cover for the express purpose of trying to get you to buy it. Like all those times that Robin died in the Batman line. Well, there's only been two Robin deaths. There was Jason Todd and then Damien, but Damien got brought back pretty quickly. I mean, like, was he brought com- back with Lazarus Pit? That, that um, Lazarus. I, I think don't remember so. Remember exactly how they brought back Damien? To be honest, I don't, I don't know. know. It's just a comic that advertises like, oh, someone's gonna die. Yeah. That just seems like a very well, cheap way to sell. It kind of is, you know. And, and you know, like like we were talking earlier with the comic industry kind of in decline and stuff like that. Uh, the actual books themselves. They're going to use whatever kind of marketing strategies which is and exact, tools. Which is exactly what happened the last time the industry crashed, which is yeah. they were they were just trying to sell you on the cover art or whatever. The variants. It was, and, yeah, and, whatever it was trying to promise yeah, with that. Yeah. Um, last topic. 
really excites me. Yes. Because guess what? The red plumber man himself is going to be slapping hands with Master Chief. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we'll see You will that, be able to use out. Xbox Game Pass on your Nintendo Switch. Yeah. So that's... That's kind of I did, I wish I had an air horn. Kelsey's in the back just freaking out. Well, I, a lot of people don't realize how like groundbreaking this is because Nintendo's relationship with like third-party developers historically has been awful. And it's been yeah. amazing this in this instance, but this is further than that. This is a separate console. Yeah. yeah. Company. That's pretty this wild. This is Microsoft. That's pretty wild. For I mean, Pete's they, sake. I mean, they've have been making uh strides in that direction like the new Yoshi game uh-huh. is being uh done on the Unreal Engine. Yeah, that's true. And we last week we got a a pretty glowing review of that demo from Ash Paulson. Yeah. So you know Yoshi's Crafting World, or yep. uh, you know, is good. And and I went back and I actually played da- uh, Damon X Machina, and I was like, oh my god, he's right. This game is garbage. I was just so excited about a mech shooter game. Yeah. It was just like I played the rest of the levels and I'm like, there's no substance here. Great. Just like possibly Anthem. I saw some stuff today. Not excited. Not excited. It's I, out. I've heard a lot of it's colossally disappointing. Yeah, and that's that's the word I've been hearing is that it's not bad. It's just painfully mediocre. It's just, I've heard that it's it's even more painful to watch because of the potential that it well, could have yeah, been it's amazing. Well, I guess we're going to have to wait till next week to give our reviews of Anthem. We are out of time here on Geektainment Weekly. Yeah. On behalf of all of us, we'll and see the you next Corey week. And Corey being all lazy and Corey's dead to us. See ya.